0: What's up, everybody? I want to welcome you to Straight Talk with Hope podcast. I'm giving it to you straight out of God's word through practical and biblical conversations based on God's word, because it is the truth of God's word that sets you free and brings grace to every hear. This is Hope Lamberson, and you are listening to the Straight Talk with Hope podcast. Hey guys, I want to welcome you all wherever you're listening from to our Straight Talk with Hope podcast. You guys, I am so excited to tell you about this month's special guest. You probably know if you've been following the Straight Talk with Hope podcast. At any point in time, we've had amazing interviews and guests come on the podcast, and I'm so thankful that I've come across this new friendship um, that I have discovered recently in the last few months. And this month's special guest, I have the honor of getting to know a little bit better and her just sharing your heart, her heart with you guys on today's episode. Can you guys please welcome our guest, uh, Dara McLean Petty. Dara, are you there? I am, girl. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I know that All of our followers and listeners, they are just so excited to get to know you better, hear your heart for the Lord, and just see all the amazing things where God is taking you and what he's doing you in your walk with him. And if you guys kind of tuned in before, we um, do like different bios on different people. And so I want to mention a few of these things about Dara. Um, as you probably already heard earlier, but she is an Adove Ward nominee. She's also a worship leader, a music artist, songwriter, and she's been doing this all since the age of age eight. That's impressive. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, I did not mention to tell you this, but when I was coming into Dallas, when I first met you, um, and I was headed over to... Um, The house where you were, you know, at that time. And so anyway, I had just kind of had this like quiet conversation with the Lord and I just kind of had just landed into Dallas at the airport and was waiting on somebody to give me a call back on where I was going to be doing the podcast with Miss Carla. And so we were trying to orchestrate all that, and it was so funny because originally I was supposed to meet her at her ministry office location, and so that didn't work out, and they were like, just come, you know, to where she lives. So I was like, okay. So my conversation with the Lord from the Dallas airport, um, airport all the way to the location of the home, I was like, God, how cool would it be? If I was able to somehow also, you know, also meet Darren McLean. And so I never told you that story because that was just, you know, we have these these private conversations and prayers with the Lord. Right. Definitely. (laughs) And so I would just you know, it was just the heart's desire. And I love how God you know, just orchestrates our heart's desires wow. and yeah, it's, it's so awesome. So there you were <laughs> when I literally knocked on the door, had no clue that you would be there. And God did that. Wow. Um, yeah. So I was like, I have to tell her as we're kind of like starting the podcast out, like that's kind of like how we met and that kind of thing. Cause you didn't know the backstory of it. Well, um, I, I,
1: hope I love that so much that's super humbling and you know my my heart's desire statement is like nobody's anybody without Jesus but because of Jesus like everybody's somebody you know what I mean yeah yeah um and that is like the the full to me like both sides of the coin of the, the gospel like you we know that we're the finished work of Christ, but you don't ever forget that you've been forgiven. You know what I mean? It's like it's like that is true humility to me. So anyways, that's super sweet to me. That's very sacred and that means a lot to me that you would even care, you know? Um so that's super <laughs> yeah. sweet. And um side note, you know, not to just like totally immediately jump into the deep end, but um I I would love to I feel like we should talk about that. I think that there's so much power in The Bible says that you have not because you ask not. Yes. And there is so much power in asking. And when I work with creatives, like on the daily, it is amazing to me how, and I, and I get it because I have, have experienced it obviously as well, but there's so much fear of being disappointed, the fear of the fear that we don't even ask. And, and, um, and we can talk about this, you know, whenever we get to it, if we get to it, but just the last couple of years, God has given me more specific things to ask for. Mm -hmm. And like, when you see very detailed, intricate, intimate, only for you and your destiny, things kind of happen and you step out and you say, God, like, like a little kid with blind faith and blind trust, I'm just going to be like this specific because you put it on my heart. And then you see God do it. It changes your whole revelation of God as a perfect parent. And that I believe is like. I think he's on the edge of a seat for that. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, absolutely. No, that's so good. I love it. How you just get, I love that. How you just get right into it. You can definitely tell like for people that are listening and following who don't know you, you know, your, your heart and just how you communicate the word of God is just a sure connection that you have with heaven Mm -hmm. and the relationship that with you have with the Lord is just so tangible, you know, it speaks volumes. And I love that, how you mentioned that people don't even ask, like they don't even give their request to God because they are afraid or they are even afraid of disappointment, like you mentioned, because God does care. He cares about everything that we are dealing with, everything that we've gone through, everything that we don't know what we're going to go through. Like he wants us to come to him out of that humility and that relationship to say, I need your wisdom. I need your grace. I need your help. Like, show me what this needs to look like. And this is a desire that I have, like only you can orchestrate it.
1: Yeah, that's Um, good. I love that.
0: Yeah. So that that's kind of the story of how we kind of all met. And then for those of you who don't know, I just went on a limb out there and basically asked Tara, like, hey, girl, what do you think about being on the
1: podcast? <laughs> so and
0: I, I was like, you know, it's worth a shot. And so kind of like the story of on my end is like everything the Lord puts on my heart and asked me to do like, I've been terrified to do it, but at the same time, like so excited to do it and just jump out there and do it. Yeah. Um, so I want to kind of, before we get into today's hashtag love over religion, which I'm so excited about. Um, I want to kind of kick it off to ask you some fun questions if you don't mind. Yes, please. Okay. So question number one is what gets you up in the morning and it doesn't have to be spiritual.
1: Um, okay. Morning time is literally sacred to me. Yeah. Um, I feel, I feel like it. Now, make or break my whole day, uh, that used to be a bit of a, like, heavy thing for me. I don't live that way anymore. I know that my day is already made, like, in Jesus. But I love a good morning routine because I really believe that it just, like, sets you up for, like, health, honestly. So um, I'm normally, um, just based on our, like, schedules or workflow, I am normally the first one up, depending on the day. But that's, like, our normal rhythm. And my um, seven-pound Maltese Roman, (laughs) Roman Petty, um, will always accompany me. And we're just on our, like, morning, you know, journey. Yeah. And so (laughs) I try to do, like, my – I love my morning routine. And I'm doing, like, lemon water for, like, detox and alkaline and – I love like my green drink and I, I, we were doing like a lot of <laughs> chiropractic care cause like we believe in holistic health if we're really like talking about all the things. And so yeah. I have to like wear these weights around like my neck and my whatever, like while I'm cleaning the kitchen. And so I kind <laughs> of feel like I set the house and I set the tone and I like start my day really strong and I feel really good about that. So yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel like my daily routine is what, yeah. what I really enjoy waking up to.
0: That's so cool. There's so much power in a routine since I have been quarantined like the rest of the world. um, My routine has kind of gotten a little bit out of the normal having three small little boys and I'm like, holy father, I just as much as I'm trying (laughs) to get in a rhythm and a routine, something tries to interrupt it. So I love that. That is your strong point for the morning. That's so cool. Okay, question number two. Yeah, we've
1: got to you. I'm just I need to say this to you. I literally (laughs) I have never been more and I've always been, but I've never (laughs) been more impressed and want to just like you. So you're going to be the stand in because you are this. We don't have kids like we've got a dog. You know, what I mean, yeah, like that's just our journey so far. But you I think the moms are the heroes of the story. And mm-hmm. so I just really like celebrate you. I mean, the the fact that you even like, you know, you're like a mom of an army, like that's baller, you know, <laughs> and especially with like what's going on. I'm just like, God, you made female so fierce, like the way that you're able to be mom and businesswoman and entrepreneur and minister, like that's amazing, especially with everything going on. So I hope that you really celebrate yourself that way.
0: Yes. Thank you so much. Yeah, Yesterday was my birthday and so um, I turned 39. Nice. Happy birthday. Yes. Thank you. And I was just like thinking about all those different things and the hats that women today wear. And so um, it was definitely a moment in time that I probably reflect it back on more than previous birthdays, I guess just because of the quarantine and everything going around where I was just like, Lord, like you're just helping me and gracing me to do all these different assignments and tasks um, for your kingdom and your glory. And so I definitely would not be where I am if it wasn't for, the help of the Lord and the grace of the Lord just continuing to show his mercy and favor upon me to help me balance all those different hats that I wear. I love that so much. It's very inspiring. Yeah. Thank you so much. Okay. Question number two is what is a go-to product that you simply cannot live without? Um,
1: well, you, I mean, you just, you just, um, <laughs> open Pandora's box of love. Um, I actually, I think I'm going to do a live, uh, like here soon about like my favorite routine because I finally am like super in love with my skincare. So uh, I'm going to roundabout answer that question. Um, I, what I absolutely love and believe in is like waste free, good steward living. So I've, found some skincare products and I normally was used to just like, no matter what, you've got to spend a lot for skincare, which by the way, if it's quality, I believe in it, but I also Mm -hmm. believe that you can find quality for less. So I kind of have a mix. Um, There is a product, I think it's by Coco kind and it's Uh an organic face oil that is like actually a face wash and it has changed like my whole skincare life. Wow. And it's a target. That's amazing. It's like $12. <laughs> yeah. It's a target. Um, also, um, have you heard of a company called the ordinary? No. So, um, it's kind of online only and then exclusive at Sephora. Um, but this okay. is like a, a, um, chemistry based pharmaceutical, amazing company and some of their retinol creams and like their salicylic acids and their, um hyaluronic acid which is amazing for moisturizing like I'm used to those products being like a hundred dollars a pop and it's like nine dollars and six dollars and this it has like a cult following now and I'm just so I use (laughs) I use this um facial oil cleanser and then I use a hyaluronic serum for um moisture and then a little bit more of my high-end product that I'm absolutely in love with I used it last night it's a once a week facial in a bottle and it's from Drunk Elephant, uh-huh. um and I think it's called like it's got it's pink and it's called like Insta Facial or whatever. And it, without peeling or whatever, it it is amazing. I literally am like, I've never seen such a responsive product. Where I'm like, did I literally just go to the spot? I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> so I, you know, it's a loaded gun, but you asked.
0: Yes, you totally have to like get all those products together. And take a picture and put it on Instagram so we can see those products. Girl, you know, I'm going to do it. You know, not have to ask me twice. <laughs> okay. Question number three is what is one word in this season of your life that God has spoken to you and why? Alignment. Okay. And why is
1: because I now, at 33 years old, one gajillion percent believe that every form of health from physical, Um, to mental, to emotional health is about aligning like true alignment in Christ, your true self in Christ and shedding off and exposing every fear-based false self that
0: really does not exist in Christ. Um, Get ready to jump into today's hashtag love over religion. Uh, As I was reading your bio and just kind of learning about you and everything. And you mentioned on there one thing, your number one goal is to lead people into this authentic encounter with the heartbeat of God for them. And I love how you have on there, uh, that scripture first John 419 and it says he is the one who first and always desperately and completely loved us right where we stand. Mm -hmm. Um, and it makes me think of what you just said about your word being alignment that, um, God wants us to like strip away of everything that maybe has been holding us back for our dreams or our goals or our desires or future, but also just to come into this relationship with the Lord where maybe we haven't seen things happen the way we thought they would happen. I know that's a lot of people right now. Um, at kind of this point with everything going on in their lives they've been asking God a lot of questions and stuff maybe they're are even some people that have been questioning like does God really still love them or is this just the whole religion thing that I've been living kind of like a fake self Yep. Um, talk to us a little bit about you know, that scripture and that hashtag love of religion, what does that mean to you? How did you even, I know that you have a t-shirt with this on it as well.
1: Yeah, definitely. Thank you for asking that. So, um, I've been making merchandise, um, as a music artist for years and it, I've always been into fashion, always been into things that are beautiful and their quality. They can stand on their own, but they also speak of like highest truth. That's like my heart's desire. So um, that evolved into on my personal journey. I've grown up in a place of leadership, doing music and ministry, literally my whole life. I'm thankful that that's my particular story and I've seen things done so well. I've seen things done really poorly because people, you know, apart from Jesus are broken and I have done things very well and I've done things very poorly and I know my need for Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And so navigated some painful seasons, um, pretty unexpected painful seasons starting like really more like two or three years ago and I am so freaking thankful because when I thought I was in a desert when I thought I was like hidden and devastated and disappointed I discovered like beautiful things blossoming in in an area of my life that I thought couldn't and yeah. when you encounter God in the places where you think, like, nothing good can come from this, you mm-hmm. you that is how you fall in love for life. And yeah. so, you know, my dad always growing up would say, come back to the heart of the father. Come, like, when you're reading scripture, like, encounter this as if it were, like, the first time. And that you can ask God for that, like, God, I, I have known you my whole, you know, however long that I've known you for years of my life, but I want, I want to forehead to forehead your thoughts for my thoughts, your heart for my heart. I want to make an exchange today. And, and my, honestly, like my life song is like, I need the, oh, I need the like every hour, you know what I mean? Because the exchange is available and, and I was living poor in spirit in moments, not realizing that the most like precious intangible treasure is actually within me being a child of God. So, um, this is what I know to be true. Um, I have never been, um, and I'm talking about emotional, verbal, spiritual, um, I've never experienced physical abuse, but I've never been yeah. abused by Jesus.
0: Mm, yeah.
1: There has a, been abuse of authority, abuse of power, control, manipulation. There's been those kind of things that I've encountered in church culture that was never once Jesus. Mm, um, and yeah. uh, that is what I'm passionate about because the church is beautiful. People Mm-hmm. that have gotten involved in systems and cultures and putting god in a box and denomination focused in a jesus plus gospel uh, you can love the whole point is you love the crap out of people but you don't say yes to a spirit of religion in any area of your life and yeah. so that is how um this line evolved. um and so i made a shirt love over religion because it was everything that I was learning and needing and exposing in my own life. Um, And it was a reset Mm -hmm. for me. And then now it is the name of my clothing line that I will be, that I will be adding pieces to as we go.
0: That is so cool. I love that story. What do you think like when you were, you know, kind of expressing talking about that journey in your life a few years ago, what do you think helped you come to the realization like, I need to hit the reset button in my life and in my relationship with the Lord? Um, I'm sorry, love. Ask me that one more time. I didn't hear the last part. That, that phrase that you were talking about where you were going, you know, two or three years ago where you were going through heartache or disappointment or what seemed like the most darkest, you know, moment in your life. How did you recognize that you needed to hit the reset button in your relationship with Christ at that moment?
1: Um, I was starting to believe a form of godliness that had no power in it because I, because I was basing what I knew to be true about God, which is his perfection and goodness. Like the devil comes to steal, kill and destroy. God comes to give life and life more abundantly. Those two job descriptions have never once been changed. The difference yeah. is if we don't know that intimately on a daily mm-hmm. basis, we start believing something about God that has never been who he is. And I know yeah. that to be true. That's why I write about that and I sing about that and I speak about that. But you have to the humility and the dependence like the whole goal is to be freedom, freedom from of codependence with like people and relationships. But but the goal is to be obsessively compulsively dependent upon the Holy Spirit.
0: Yeah, because
1: you 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 will always win. That is a, that is the sustainable substance for us as spiritual beings. You know what I mean? Um. So yeah. I was in a church service. I was worshiping and I was just having a conversation with the Lord and just said, I feel devastated in some areas of my life, and I know that you're. I'm mm-hmm. too smart now that to know that you. There's nothing about you that can even be devastating. That's not who you are. So why? Yeah. And I heard the Lord say to me, I've never been a devastating God, but you have attracted to yourself what you've believed you're worth. Mm. And
0: that's and powerful. it was
1: a beautiful um shedding off and discovery of an of a a belief that I had made as gospel that was being self destructive for me yeah um so yeah
0: why why do you think that that is like especially with christians i mean we have people that listen to this podcast that know god and that don't know god why do you think for christians like i i would say that that is an easy trap of the enemy if you will for especially christians to fall into that place um Within themselves, but also to start believing those things uh, about God that, like you said, are not even true. Like God is not a devastating God. Um, How would, what would you say to a Christian, you know, that is dealing with something like that, where they're questioning all these religious thoughts or what the church is or isn't versus who God truly is, which we know who he is. He, he is love and he is a God that shows unconditional love, no matter what we face and go through. What would you say to someone that is kind of in that place right now, dealing with
1: that? Um, Yeah, I would say uh, God is right there with you. So you're already winning. Um, And in any moment, he will, he will not stop at anything to lead you back to, to his true self, um, who he really is, who, who, and he is always speaking to your true self, which is whole and fearless and s- settled and aligned in him. The difference is we're on a journey of discovering what we fully possess internally that is that is hidden in christ because when god the father sees us he sees us through the lens of jesus and i think that what happens is we stop at sinner saved by grace which is by the way Mm -hmm. the old testament And if you live in an Old Testament reality without the filter of the finished work of what the blood of Jesus has done, you will be a pauper, probably in bondage until you get to heaven. And what is crazy about that is I believe that that breaks the heart of the father when when Mm -hmm. heaven is available to be released in your everyday right now. And this is why mm-hmm. when Jesus said, unless you remain like one of these referencing a little child, you won't inherit yeah. kingdom. You won't inherit heaven. This is not a heaven hell issue. This is a, Jesus yeah. already settled that. This is yeah. a, you're experiencing hell in your everyday life, trying to be a mom, trying to be a wife, trying to be a, you know, uh, trying to make money for your family. And you can't, you don't feel good enough. You can't get ahead. You feel like you're underwater. You might be dealing with anxiety and fear and depression. And Jesus is saying there's heaven available in these situations.
0: Yes. I love that. And that's where I think too, like it goes back to even um, when we were kind of trying to throw around some hashtags or whatever, you know, for today's episode, that one other hashtag you mentioned full access stands out um and just what the comment you just made where we can have heaven on earth right now even in the midst of a yeah. quarantine even in the midst of you know fear and depression and anxiety and worry and all these different emotions that people are facing whether it's during a quarantine or just normal everyday life but giving God full access of your life it kind of reminds me even of the the phrase like having to strip yourself down you know what i mean like spiritually emotionally mentally physically all these things where you're like having to come to terms basically with yourself cuz i believe like for god to do a true work within yourself and you to honestly like give him full access of your entire life and being like there's going to be some things that you have to deal with maybe that you didn't want to deal with about yourself or things that were recognized or even brought up by other people that you're like, Holy father, like what just happened, but to strip away any insecurities or failures or mistakes or whatever it may be. And then to allow God to come in and have that full access in your life where you can experience heaven on earth. Yeah.
1: It's, um,
0: it's really interesting.
1: I, a whole paradigm shift for me um, is like verbiage is changing. Focuses are changing. I, I honestly always, mm, that's too big of a word, consistently (laughs) felt like um, because I so much believe in being a student and a learner and like approaching life and learning from a humble perspective, I didn't realize that I was being very self-deprecating. I was always feeling like I had to fix me. I'm always the problem. I've always got to fix me. I'm not ever quite there. I'm not ever quite good enough. And even my daily routine being like a mental to-do list and already feeling like I had failed before I started because I was being a perfectionist trying to accomplish so much and being like, okay, why should I even try? You know what I mean? And this repeating yeah, yeah. honestly, like shame cycle and my, my transforming today, 33 year old heart and mind has stepped off of that performance treadmill um, mm. and is realizing that that was never true like I honor and celebrate every single process of being transformed that I've ever said yes to and it is not a yeah um oh I thought I had ground in that like oh wait why am I struggling with food addiction today then and thinking like okay gotta re- start over gotta go around the mountain again like no no We are being, we are being transformed. We are being perfected and, and we are, um, going from glory to glory. And if I think I have to start and stop and start and stop and then start over, I don't ever, I'm never internally at rest or settled with who I am in Christ. No, the, the whole, the whole crux of the gospel for your daily alignment is about laboring to enter into the rest. Yes. And I believe yes. that the labor is about the battle of your mind. When you have a fear, when you have an insecurity, when you see an addiction of some form start to flare up and want to speak to you louder than the voice of the good shepherd over your life, that you expose it for the false identity that it is. And that in that moment, you take every thought captive and you realign back to who you are in Christ, which is not an addict. It's not an overeater. It's not an emotional eater. It is not an abusive, verbally abusive spouse. It is a child of God that has inherent value and no action can change that. In that settled state and revelation, you begin to just shed off things instead of Feeling like you've got to work to be a different person.
0: You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's so good. I love that. There's so many powerful statements you just made that I don't even know if you know you made them. But one thing that stands out is how you said the start and the stop process that so many people find themselves. And I think honestly, that's a trap of the enemy. You know, where they're like, I'm not good enough, or I messed up, so we'll start again tomorrow, or, you know, and the whole time, I love what you said, it is that scripture being transformed, like, that is a huge word in itself, the word being, like, you haven't arrived, you know, it's kind of like your love walk when Paul's talking about, like, it's not that you're, we're not, God is not expecting us to be perfect, but he is expecting us to make continual progress. And, um, that word being transformed is you may not get it right today, but it's okay. Like God is still doing a work in you, regardless of what you find yourself in the state of being or whatever you feel like you have lost or whatever is owed to you or whatever. Like God is doing a continual work in you that you're being transformed. That's powerful. Yeah. I, um, what, what would you say like in this point in time where we all are right now with the quarantine and everything, what are some tips, if you will, that you could give people um, that are listening, like how to go after this thing, you know, in their relationship with the Lord, or maybe even like you know, their dreams, because um, I know that like, you're, you're involved in so many different things right now, but like you said, you're aligning different parts and aspects of your life for your calling and career and all these different things. But if you could give some tips on those things, like how does somebody continue to grow and push in their relationship with God and the, during all this? And then the second thing is how do you keep a mindset that God hasn't forsaken you? When you're still trying to pursue Um, your calling?
1: Yeah, those are amazing questions. I, uh, The Lord's been talking to me about daily practice. Um, And I've said this a bit, but I'm going to emphasize it differently. But daily practice is different than routine or to-do list. Because Mm. everything, my emphasis on everything in my life is right now is the scripture that says, um, that you would have righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy ghost. Like, okay, God, if that's available, mm-hmm. but I'm not seeing it in a certain area of my life, you're perfect. You're always good. And you're always for me. So where's the disconnect here? Um, and so honestly, yeah, what I have found is when I win, I win from a place of joy and thank thanksgiving and I think that we have made joy a lightweight contender instead of realizing the Mm -hmm. only if you're exhausted if you have no strength if you have no vision and no creativity creativity and you don't feel like the energy of like the essence of heaven you need strength strength comes through supernatural joy the joy of the Lord is our strength and so, like, re- like, mm. reset your thinking on, like, wait, God, on a daily basis, I'm asking you for a, a practice that brings righteousness, peace, and joy. Because you said that was available. So if I have yeah. joy, I'm going to be strong. If I'm strong, I've got energy. If I've got energy, I'm going to be a baller creative. And also, I think the difference is, like, mm. you know, this is why without... Faith, it's impossible to please God. I think because it takes faith in this current um, climate that we are in, navigating a virus—something yeah. that I, I has not ever happened in my lifetime until now. It is the opportunity yeah. to cultivate such a a healthy daily practice. Like, I'm I'm talking about simple things like, um, saying out loud. 10 things that I'm thankful for in regards to my job even though it's changed it looks different in this season what are 10 things I'm thankful for Mm -hmm. like saying it out loud because words have power you know whenever I think about my husband and what he does and how he's making an income like what are 10 things that I'm thankful for the way that he works and the way that he applies himself and the diligence and the discipline Um, like walking around my home focusing on like these really oh my gosh I forgot how much I loved that about my house like this is so beautiful outside yeah. like um, I, okay I know this is really random but this brought so much joy to me we have um, a neighborhood <laughs> app called uh-huh. next door and since it's springtime and uh-huh. everybody's like biking and walking and enjoying sunshine in a way that by the way this was the best reset ever um, I put on my next door app. I'm sure yes. everybody's got some form of like Facebook neighborhood page or like an app. Um, and I said, is, "Does anyone is anyone mm-hmm. have like extra? If you're trimming back your plants or um, you're getting rid of any kind of greenery, like let me know." And right across the street from me my neighbor like gave me this amazing desert plant and I like replanted things and potted things and I was listening to an amazing book while I'm like gardening yesterday and and then I'm working with creatives on the phone and I'm just like god I have such a good life (laughs) and the truth is if you are not being tormented in prison you know somewhere on the backside of a mountain, you probably have a way better life than you are really aware of. And and the awareness of the good that you have brings more good to you.
0: Yes. Isn't it funny how we find ourselves like sometimes in different seasons where we're like, we're more aware of the bad or what we don't have versus aware of the goodness. Like you said, I was just thinking the same thing like during all this, just last night, I was having a conversation with my husband Ryan and I was like, babe, I till yesterday have missed just sitting outside hearing I the birds know, chirp. <laughs> like, cause you you don't realize it, like all the different things that we take for granted. Like you were saying, like the different things your spouse does or friend does or biking or planning and potting and having these life-giving conversations, it's just like, wow. Like I told my husband, I'm like, I wonder what is going through God's mind right now during all this, how everyone is kind of at a standstill to reset and walk through the process a little more slowly of life. And like you said, just experience God's goodness, but also experience the little things even that bring so much joy to our hearts, like the plants, your neighbors, or the birds chirping, or whatever that is. And it's so amazing to me how God finds these unique ways to get our attention, to not only know that he's still there, even though we can't physically see him, but he's still there, that he still loves us, he still believes in us, he cares about every desire, he cares about everything that we're wanting to go into the future and he just wants us to take time to just wait on him and hear him speak and just look at even his earth creation and see and find the joy and the goodness, even in the world. I'm with you 100%. That is so awesome. Well, I know you've got so many different things that you have going and that you are doing right now. And I just applaud you as well for just, Going after to continue to do what God has called you to do in creative ministry, um, music ministry, worship ministry, just all of the above. Like seriously, I am just so honored that I had this opportunity to just talk to you about what life looks like and the relationship that you have with the Lord and how God is just doing a work inside of yourself, even during. These times that we're all facing, is there anything else that you can think of that you want to share before we get ready to close out? Because I do want us to um, you to be able to tell everybody how they can follow you, um, how they can order your merch that you're doing. Yeah, definitely. Those kind well, of things first and too. foremost,
1: thank you so much for. Um, letting me come hang I think what you do is beautiful and I know it's bringing life and richness to so many people so definitely honored to hang um, and yeah I, I would just say I, I believe that everything is relational and I love to connect with people and social media is a beautiful tool for that I really love that so much so yeah from yeah. Um, music to just everyday life stuff um, it's just my name Dara McLean on all the things and yeah, I'd love to, to connect with people. I'm working on a new record in June. Um, if people are interested in the love over religion merchandise line, um, then they can DM me on Instagram. And last but not least, something I'm equally passionate to with making music is uh, I work with creatives like music, um, creatives anywhere on their journey. Um, from a development mentorship standpoint, I love my clients. I love our time together. It's really sacred to be on the journey with people. Um, so I, um, I have an artist development mentorship program. And if uh, people are interested in in that, then they can DM me on Instagram as well.
0: That is so cool. I didn't even know that last piece. That's amazing that is great all right dear well thank you so much for coming on i look forward to hearing and following all the great news that god is doing in you and through you i also look forward to our friendship continuing to grow and letting the lord do what he wants to do with it so thank you so absolutely. much absolutely have a Strict great day, girl. Hope, friend
1: okay thanks bye
0: yes You. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast, Straight Talk with Hope. If you enjoyed today's episode and it spoke to your heart, go on Apple iTunes and leave us a review and a rating. We love to see what you guys are saying about the podcast as well as sharing them on your social media platforms. If you wanna learn more information about who we are, what we're doing and where we're going, check out hopelamberson.com. You can also access us and follow us on all of our social media platforms on Instagram, Facebook, as well as YouTube. And let me tell you about something new that we have on Facebook. We have a private group open to anybody that is wanting to join the private group called Straight Talk with Hope on this group page for Facebook. It is basically downloading devotionals, messages, topics you guys want to discuss where we have conversations with each other who are in the group. I look forward to seeing you on there and I hope you guys have an amazing day. Remember, regardless of what you've lost, that there is still hope for you. We'll see you back here on the Straight Talk with Hope podcast.